Welcome to GRE Snacks, snackable episodes about the GRE exam and graduate school admissions. I'm Tyler, the founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable GRE course that uses memory-based adaptive learning technology to get you better results in less time. You can try it out for free at achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast gets you 10% off at checkout. Now, let's get started. Today we have Jeff Eisenberg from Long Island Test Prep on the show, and Jeff, I'd love if you could just give a little background about yourself and your company. Sure. Hi. Uh, I've been at this for 31 years. I prepare students for the SATs, ACTs, um, grad exams like the GRE and the GMATs, along with high school entrance exams and admissions essays for both college and for grad school. And uh, I appreciate your invitation to be here, and uh, thank you. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Uh, Happy to have you here and really excited to talk about today's topic, which is uh, managing test anxiety and setting yourself up for success on the GRE, right? And uh, I'm really curious if you, I mean, I think that we've had this on the show a couple other times, so I don't want to guide it too much. I just want you to start by saying your take on it, right? Oh, absolutely. It's something that you can do everything else right and anxiety, which is a natural part of just the human condition, if it overwhelms you, it can simply undermine everything else. But the trick is to try and manage it. You can't make it go away. You can't eliminate it. So you want to manage it and even to some extent use it in a way to your advantage. And that can be done. It takes some work. It takes thinking about ahead of time almost as much as as anything else that you do in preparation for this. But that's the starting point is preparation. The more that you work towards this, that's really just so important because you can try everything else, but if you know in your heart that you didn't really work for this and that you're going into the test more or less blind, (laughs) it's almost impossible to manage the anxiety. So that's the starting point. Make sure you're preparing, whether it's with someone like you or me, or you're doing preparation on your own, or with one of the big companies, whatever the case may be. Make sure you're prepared. Right. Yeah, so aside from preparing well, I feel like you can also prepare for managing your anxiety. Do you agree? And what would you recommend? All kinds of things. Uh, Just, for example, (laughs) if you're going to the test center, uh, don't first drive to the test center for the first time that day. Take a couple of practice runs, know the route, uh, don't rely just on the day of, oh, I'll punch it into ways. Because that's one of the things you can do to help it be more familiar on test day. And also you'll have a better idea of, well, how long exactly will this take? And the fewer surprises the less anxious you'll be in anticipation because that's so much of what anxiety is, anticipation. So if you take some of the mystery out of it, and Mm -hmm. just as I remember when my kids were younger and they were starting middle school or high school, they had the new school, we took them there and we walked around with them just so they could be somewhat familiar with it. So if you can know the route ahead of time, that alone can go a long way. And it's there are things like that as well that where if you're trying to manage the anxiety, one of the things I tell all my students is get psyched for the test. 
And of mm -hmm. course, very often I get a really confused look. What do you mean? I'm going to be sitting there for hours. I'm psyched. I'm going to hate this. Well, not necessarily. Not if you get into a certain frame of mind where you take that nervous energy and you channel it into your performance. You can actually turn it not just into something that you've neutralized, but into a positive that helps you move mm -hmm. the ball forward. And, you know, I talked to them about what happens when you see on a football game where they're hitting each other's shoulder pads and they're headbutting each other with their helmets. They're psyching themselves up and they're taking their nervous energy and channeling it into that performance. Well, this right. is, I hope, less physically challenging, but taking the GREs and sitting there for a few hours and clicking and writing and doing all the things that you're doing it's a mental exercise for sure, but there's a level of physical endurance too. And frame of mind absolutely can benefit you. And so if you take that nervous energy and you turn it into a positive, it's it's a win-win. Yeah, so tell me a bit more about that. Um, I think that's, I mean, I, that's a great tip. I love it. And I actually haven't heard that before. And, and so I'm curious, like, what are, some ways that you can get people or some some sort of tactical things that you advice that you've shared with people to take that nervous energy and get use it to get psyched up instead oh sure uh visualizing it, it sounds maybe a little new agey but actually visualizing your yourself succeeding and doing it well uh, and and also i'm a big proponent of the slow deep breath it, it mm -hmm. does so much to center the person who's doing it. it. And even really, after you do the first one, I usually will say, okay, now another one, but slower. And, right. and, and it makes such a difference. After you've done it just two or three times, it has this remarkable, relaxing effect. It helps you get mm -hmm. to that place where you can visualize the success it simply forces mm -hmm. your body to slow down. And it is, without question, a physical thing. You know, people talk right. about anxiety as if it's, quote unquote, all in your mind, which is just one of the worst things you can say to someone who's anxious. And it's also simply not true. It is a biological reaction. And right. so... And one that your body can change. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again... You can manage it. You can never make it go away. And you don't even want to because, like I said, a certain amount of anxiety can actually be beneficial. And it's absolutely mm -hmm. normal. It's tremendously unusual. I don't want to say never because I try to avoid absolutes. But I think most people who say, oh, I don't get nervous, probably right. either don't realize it or they're just not being fully honest about it. Right. And simply knowing that, that it's not just you, mm -hmm. it can be enormously beneficial. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm curious then what other tips you have, maybe like sort of actual, like you talked about the deep breath, like other sort of like tactics you can use to manage your anxiety when it's the day of the test oh. or do you have more preparation things you want to oh, for, for the whole week before you want to get, I mean, look, yeah, it, let's do that. It's a good idea 
to have a good sleeping and eating routine period, but I'm not a doctor, mm -hmm. so I'm not going to go that far into it. But certainly just in terms of test preparation, it's most certainly a good idea. So even if you know, you're living on a, a, a three pots of coffee every day and things like that, well, you, you don't want to make major changes, but you, you, you're much better off getting into a good sleep routine and having it be the same every night for at least a week before the right. exam. Breakfast, the cliche that it's the most important meal. Well, this is one of those cliches that actually is based in reality. And it, mm -hmm. it's you don't want to load up. You don't want to have 10 pancakes, 40 bacon strips, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know, chicken and waffles, et cetera, et cetera. But because you don't want to go into a food coma, but you want to have a basic healthy breakfast and certainly depending on what time of day you're taking the exam, again, a, a healthy protein filled lunch so that you have the simple physical energy and the brain power to go into that test ready to go. And again, setting all that up at least a week ahead of time. Never mind the whole healthy living thing, because again, uh, <laughs> I'm not here to start telling people what to do there. But just in right. terms of prepping for this test, you can set the table like that. And the more routinized you are going into the exam, besides the fact that just in general helps you be in a better zone, it helps you with the anxiety as well, because you have your routine. Right. So it's and it's and it's also probably worthwhile to mention that you know if you're taking the test at eight a.m. on a Saturday mm -hmm. and you typically wake up at you know nine thirty ten a.m. right for your job right maybe you work remote mm -hmm. like you probably need to adjust your sleep schedule so that you're going to be awake and alert at the test time yes and it will be annoying. And you'll probably be dragging yourself around for at least the first couple of days that you do it, which just helps prove the point that that's why you want to do it at least a week before the exam. Because if it's tough for those first couple of days, well, then if you just try to do it for the night before the test, then you're not going to be where you want to be for the exam. And so, right. yeah, the, the, the very fact that the body clock is a real thing, the very fact that it does take some work, it takes two or three days at least to get that ball rolling, that's why you have to do it at least a week ahead of time. Right. So, Great. And again, it's simple biology. And I'm no doctor, but it's just that fundamental. Right. So then now that we've kind of covered the, the week before, let's talk about day of and, and tactics that you can use in the moment. Sure. And if I could, if we could just go back to the night before. Um, oh, yeah. Sure, sure. I, I'm a big fan of, I, I used to say rent, but that's antiquated. Stream a really stupid movie. The dumber, the better. <laughs> it, it's just, you, you want to relax. This is not the night to say, you know... I heard Saving Private Ryan is worthwhile. It is. It's a great movie. It's remarkable. But 
it's also really heavy and you just don't right. want to do that to yourself. Something relaxing, something that is just, like I said, the, the, the dumber the movie is, think dumb and dumber or something of that ilk and mm -hmm. relax and go to bed at that same time. Um, you know, and don't do it right before you go to bed because we know about screens and all of that. Putting the screens away would be, be good. So, you know, make sure there's a, you, you do actually want to plan it. Make sure there's enough time from when you've been watching the movie until uh, it, it's time to sack out. Then the morning of, uh, again, keep with the routine. Wake up. Also, even if you're not normally a morning shower kind of a person, be a morning shower kind of a person on the day of the test. It simply gives you something to do rather than sitting there rocking in your chair saying, oh my God, I'm taking the GRE, I'm taking the GRE. But also it gets you physically moving and take the mm -hmm. time while you're doing that, while you're washing, rinsing and repeating, do little memory games. Nothing fancy. Don't try and start doing calculus in your head, but just try and remember the names of all the kids in each of the classes you were ever in, names of all the teachers you've ever had, the lyrics to your favorite songs, just things to get the ball rolling. Just like you do before physical activity, at least you're supposed to stretch, you're supposed to warm up, you don't go straight into a sprint. Right. Same thing here. So little recall games to, to get the ball rolling. And, uh, you know, definitely hydrate, have water, bring water you don't want to have so much water that you're experiencing <laughs> uh distress discomfort but hydration mm -hmm. matters there's no question about it and layers uh you you can't be sure what the temperature will be at the test center you you you, you can't know what the thermostat might be or what their situation is Wear layers so you can adjust to whatever it is. And, and, right. and those are the things on test day you can do to just make sure you're good to go. Yeah. And then do you have any advice for, you know, let's say someone's in the test and they're getting anxious in the moment. Do you have any advice for sort of triaging that? Deep breaths. Absolutely. Slow, deep breaths. They make such a difference. And even if it means pausing your work for a second... And I know it's a timed exam, and you absolutely must concern yourself with the clock. But mm -hmm. if you're starting to kind of spin around in your head, pausing and taking those deep breaths are going to go a long way towards helping yourself. Remind yourself, I've been studying. Concentrate on the techniques and on the process of mm -hmm. prioritizing your questions. Triage is the word I use with students to talk about prioritizing the questions and focus mm -hmm. on the process rather than the larger thing. And if it's a question that's just blowing your mind, mark it and move on. Right. And that's one overall technique that can help with managing anxiety is just to be very, very aggressive about marking questions for later in the early going. Right. And also I've heard um, that, at least on the quant, you can get questions wrong and still get a perfect score. Sometimes, yeah, or close, yeah, depends yeah, on the just curve, depending on what questions you got sure. wrong. Sure. So it's so it's you shouldn't feel like you have to get everything right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's 
to expect perfection of oneself is <laughs> just a cruel, impossible standard. You're shooting for the best possible score you can get. And yes, if you're applying to a more competitive school, you're aiming as high as you can go. But one wrong question doesn't doom your life. It, it, it just right. means maybe you don't get that 340. It's, you know. Yeah. Th that's and then true. any closing thoughts on this topic? Just to think in terms of an integrated set of actions to plan ahead, to prepare. And that, as I said at the outset, anxiety is something to be managed. And mm -hmm. with that expectation that this is not something that's unusual, that this is not something that's even bad. It is simply a function of being human that can help set you on the course to deal with it in the best way possible and in the healthiest way possible. Right. Totally agree. Great. Well, thank you, Jeff. This has been GRE Snacks, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Jeff Eisenberg from Long Island Test Prep. And Achievable has a great online GRE course that you can try for free at achievable.me and use the code PODCAST to get 10% off at checkout.